10 News Conference. It continues now with former Central Falls Mayor James Diosa, a Democrat running for general treasurer. So I've known you for a while, James, yes. from my work in Pawtucket and Central Falls. And you were termed out. That's the only reason why you're still not necessarily the mayor there anymore. Um, mm -hmm. Your term came up. And I remember you telling me you were going to take a break from politics. <laughs> I know, I know. And you're back. So what's the motivation behind this? I, I why think, now and why this role? Look, I, my, my journey into elected office is a little different from many. You know, my family came over from managing Columbia in the early 80s, trying to leave a very dangerous time with, you know, the drug cartels and the violence that was happening. And my dad knew at the time that if you wanted to have a family, you know, the United States would be the, mm -hmm. the place where you know, the American dream could happen. And did you go straight from Medellin to Central Falls? No, I was born in, in, in Rhode Island. Okay, so my I don't think a lot of people yeah, knew that. Yeah, so my parents moved here, and I was born. I uh, grew up in Central Falls. What high school did you go to? I got to Central Falls High School. Okay. And so, you know, going through the public schools in Central Falls, and in a generation, to be able to serve on the city council at 23, and mayor at 27, uh, during some very turbulent times, mm -hmm. I think it's a proud moment uh, for my family and myself. And your wife also is in politics yes, too, in full disclosure, yes. uh, Sandra. She's a senator. Um, she's a state senator and also the Commerce Secretary now for the city of Pawtucket. Correct. And it's interesting because Central Falls and Pawtucket work so closely together Absolutely. and you with Mayor Don Grevian who's about to announce his re-election campaign. Um, why this position though? Why state treasurer? Like what about that role says to you, this is meant for me and I think it's good for Rhode Island? Well, in my experience as mayor, I worked very closely with that office uh, during the last two administrations, in particular with the current treasurer. And I've seen how important uh, pensions are to families. If you recall, Central Falls uh, pensioners got their pensions cut 50% and I've seen the devastation uh, and impact that had on their livelihoods. You know, people who built their whole life around this uh, retiree pension to no longer have it because it got slashed 50%. So in particular, my experience uh, and, and seeing that and in also- running a municipality. And running a municipality, balancing budgets, dealing with all these particular issues that mayors deal with, gave me the, the sense that this is be an office that I could do quite well, uh, build a great team around me and continue and build upon what every treasurer has done. And your background's very different from Seth Magazine, who had a long history, if you will, in investment, strategy, private equity. Um, do you think you have that experience? Of course. The necessary you experience know, you need? Being a chief executive of a city for eight years, not only are you balancing budgets, but you're dealing with pensions. And one of our greatest things uh, as, a, as a mayor, and my time as mayor in Central Falls, was you know, working with our unions to move our pensions into the state system. So throughout that process, uh, I've become uh, very aware of what needs to be done. And, and if I am elected in September and in November, my goal is to work closely with municipalities. As you know, I have a lot of support from mayors in this race, uh, former do. lieutenant governor, mm -hmm. a former treasurer, Paul Tavares, and that support is important. I think they see that I can get the job done. We've heard some rumors that a certain somebody is going to be announcing at some point that he's going to run too. Uh, what do you think some of your biggest challenges are? Uh, I think, I think, as a candidate, there's always challenges, but I'm very confident in my track record as mayor and the city council. Remember, I've been in politics now for 10 years, and uh, you know I've learned so much, not only from uh, the issues of the day, but also dealing with a pandemic, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But my, my overall goal is to talk to Rhode Islanders every single day, now that I'm dedicated to this full time, and explain to them and show them that I, I'm going to continue the... Their dollars are safe with you. Yeah, my dollars <laughs> are safe with you. I'll continue the transparency, the honesty, 
and more importantly, that they're going to see uh, important investments happening with their pensions. Let's talk about investing as far as ARPA funds have been out there. I've been hearing through the grapevine that a lot of folks are hanging on to these ARPA funds because they want the funds to grow and they want transparency, of course. But where's your opinion on that? A lot of people feel like, let's get the money out the door right now. We have a housing crisis. People need rent relief now, not in 2024. How would you help influence other lawmakers when it comes to investing in our local communities, especially we have a $1.1 billion. This is not going to happen again, most likely, in our I, lifetime. I know. And, and so if I, if I took my experience as mayor, you know, dealing with the pandemic was very scary. I remember when we first got the, mm -hmm. the first case announced in Central Falls, and I'm reading the newspaper, I'm seeing what's happening in Italy and New York. Mm -hmm. It was a very scary time. And, and not only that, many of the issues that we knew about housing, workforce, education. It was already a challenge. It was already a challenge. It just got blown up even more. So, I, you know, my advice or my suggestion to the, to the legislators is, you know, this is a very big fund, as you said, one time. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity to make really bold changes. And I'm glad that we've been focusing uh, uh, on affordable housing. I think there's a lot more that we should do. I think that they should involve the mayors in the conversations because again, they right. are on the, on the front And the lines. money is trickling down, exactly. right? So I think Pawtucket is getting roughly $58 million of ARPA funding, Central Falls, roughly. I yeah. just spoke with Mayor Rivera a couple of weeks ago. Yes. I think it's about $6 million, Correct. right? $6 million. Um, You're kind of the guy as the mm. state treasurer when it comes to how to spend money and invest mm -hmm. it. What would you suggest, especially for the cities that were hardest hit by COVID? Providence, Woonsocket, Central Falls. What direction would you give these mayors? So, so if, you know, it's, it's a great question. I think... You know, we got to focus more on social services, health services, affordable housing, and education. I think everything else will encompass that. But a primary, based on my frontline experience during the pandemic, those were the areas where I, you know, I, I really sat back and I said, okay, we need to focus more on this. And, and not only just to deal with a pandemic, but for many years to come. What have you learned from then treasurer Gina Raimondo and now treasurer Seth Magazine or as far as things you would do like them? if you're elected and things you might do a little bit differently. Yeah, look, I think both of them had very important roles. Uh, you know, I've worked with both of them in their capacity. Uh, you know, Gina, uh, we should all feel very proud to have a, a Rhode Islander at, in the White House Secretary. as Commerce Secretary. Sure. And with Treasurer uh, Magazine, I've also, again, worked very closely uh, trying to uh, get the Treasurer's office to help us with uh, building a new high school, which Mayor Rivera has mm -hmm. uh, carried along, uh, also working to move the pension fund into uh, the state system. I think they've both done a, a very good job, and I want to continue building upon them. You know, they've done a great job professionalizing the office, being able to be transparent and honest with, with that office, and I want to continue and build upon that. All right, any advice for uh, Mayor Rivera? She's brand new to the scene, if you will, in Central Falls. I know you were a big supporter of her yeah. when she took over. Um, she was not born in Central Falls. I believe she grew up in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. But she's really hitting the ground running. Yeah, she's. Are a, you proud of her? Uh, I mean, absolutely. how do you feel about how the city's going under her direction? Uh, it's it's going great, and I'm very proud not only for her being the first woman in the history of Central Falls, right. but she's hit the like you said, hit the rock, uh, the floor running, and she's, a, a, she's a rock star. She's a rock star, and. It's not easy being in government. Uh, it's not being. It's no, not easy you being don't say office. so. Yeah. <laughs> and so, a lot of credit uh, I give to people who run for office. I think a lot of Rhode Islanders don't know a lot about what the general treasurer does. So, is there any part of this job that maybe you want to make it more accessible to the average Rhode Islander, Look, so they feel like 
the state house is more accessible to them, especially when it comes to their investment and their tax dollars. Absolutely. You know, there's different areas that the, the treasurer focus on, aside from the pensions, which is the most important piece. I know piece, everybody right? talks pensions, pensions, but outside but, of that. You know, working on uh, housing issues, I think the governor, I mean, the treasurer having a seat at, on, on the board of, at the Rhode Island House. Slater Hospital. Correct, that too. All, all these issues are important. You know, victims' compensation, working with cities and towns with the Rhode Island Infrastructure Bank is important. Mm -hmm. Uh, these are all issues that I'm going to be talking more as the campaign rolls out and excited to share with Rhode Islanders my story. And what have you been doing for the past year since you haven't been running the city of yeah, Central Falls? I, I, yeah, I've been fortunate enough. A new father. Correct. You know, I have a two-year-old who's yeah. active and, and, and very loving, um, being very supportive to Sandra, as you know, uh, and working at Brown at the, through, through the Policy Lab, and that's been an experience of a lifetime being able to look at different data and be helpful uh, to my colleagues as far as government experience. And so uh, I just left uh, about two weeks ago to focus full time on this campaign. Okay, and I asked um, Deb about this before you came on too. Who are you looking forward to endorse for governor if you can share that with us? Uh, yeah, no, I, look, uh, uh, fortunately enough, uh, I have the support of the current governor, Dan McKee, okay. uh, long colleagues. Uh, Friends with, with all of them, you know, it's Rhode Island, so it's small. It's Rhode Island, it's right? small. But okay, so Dan McKay, it sounds so like. So Dan. Okay. All right. Well, James, we appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. And I'll see you out in Central Falls probably very soon. Awesome. And we thank you for being here. Yes. Thank you.